Castaway Show with Dave Dolan. Hello, Anza. You're listening to KOYT 97.1 FM, your Anza radio station, and you've just turned into the Castaway Show. I'm Dave Dolan, and I'm here to talk fishing with you on this show. Uh, we'll talk about where they're catching them, how to catch them, maybe some boating recipes, and um, really looking forward to this new year. I hope everybody had a great Christmas out there. I hope your Christmas was everything you wanted it to be. And looking ahead to the new year here, I'm looking forward to a lot of great shows, and we'll look ahead with this with this show into what we can expect for this next year of fishing. So stay tuned to your 97.1 Coyote FM Castaway Fishing Show. Well, everybody, I'd like to take a look right now at our fishing report. You know, the whole month of December, well, it was an easy time to get distracted from fishing, a good part of the month, we had a lot of winds, which that alone kept a lot of people off the water. wasn't a lot of fun being out there when it was cold and windy. So between that and the holidays, I know that kept the fishing pressure down a little bit low. But I do have some reports here to give you. We'll start off, first of all, the closest to home, and that would be Lake Hemet. Lake Hemet, I don't know why it's been this way, but their last trout plant was on October 3rd. To have it that early, I thought, boy, this is the start of something really good. But for some reason, the Department of Fish and Wildlife has not been back there to stalk any trout. So that may be a little bit sparse on your trout fishing up there at, at Hemet. But if you want to go down either way off the hill here, either off to the west or off to the east, we got a couple really good choices. That would be uh, Lake Skinner down below us to the west. And then on the desert side would be Lake Cahuilla. They've both been receiving regular trout plants, which has really uh, got some really good trout fishing down there at this time. Their trout plants in December were on December 6th and December 20th. Well, I got a little um, inside baseball information on their trout plants down there. Now, don't hold me this to, the, to stay this way throughout the whole season, but it seems like both those lakes, both Skinner and Cahuilla, are going to be on trout plants every two weeks, and the trend seems to be that they stalk their trout on Wednesday. So if they keep up this two-week schedule and you can break away on a Wednesday or Thursday, that might be a really good time to get down and do your trout fishing at either one of these lakes. Also a bonus at Lake Skinner, they've had some really excellent striped bass fishing, which is kind of late in the season, or you might say awfully early for this next season to get going. But they've been doing really well with the striped bass most of that has been by the inlet. Now, the inlet, it's either a long hike to get there or it's very accessible by a, by a boat. It's up on, I guess you would call it the north side of the dam. where That's where the water comes in. The secret there seems to be, if you're in a boat or you can cast out a ways, is to use some fresh bait, either anchovies or sardines, and just get it out into where the water's coming in, where you've got that, um, the the current going and, and they've had some really good striped bass fishing at that spot. Also down to the west of us there at Diamond Valley Lake, they've been receiving regular trout plants and they've been reporting some excellent trout fishing. The best spot seems to be at the East, east Dam or between there and the marina. Shore fishing is doing really well there or if you've got the versatility of a boat you can maybe try trolling around a little bit too.
Down in San Diego area, one of my favorites there, Lake Cuyamaca, they've been stalking trout there, but the whole month of December, they've really been hammered by winds down there. Fishing pressure's been pretty light, so we don't have a lot of reports. But with the number of fish they've been putting in there, as soon as it calms down and get a little bit more of a weather break, I'm sure they'll have some really good fishing there. Also down below, Lake Dixon and the Escondido area, they received 1,500 pounds of trout on both December 13th and December 20th. They're going with some real quality there too. They've been catching trout up to five pounds. So that would be a good choice down there. It's not too far from us. If I wanted to go trout fishing, I think the best bet right now would also be there in the Escondido area. That would be Lake Wolford. Lake Wolford has had three trout plants during the month of December. These three trout plants total 6,000 pounds of trout. Now, that's three tons of trout, and that lake isn't that big. You must be able to just about walk across that lake and step on them. So that would be my best choice as far as trout fishing right now. But we do have the closer options in both um, Skinner, Cahuilla, and Diamond Valley. Looking at the saltwater scene down in the San Diego area, this is just unbelievable what's been going on down there with the tuna fishing. Now, normally tuna fishing, you figure September, October, a storm comes through, it really shuts it off. Through Christmas, they have been having wide open fishing on the bluefin tuna. Almost every boat is catching limits of bluefin tuna. Now, I've been fishing a long time, and this is just something that's never happened before that I can remember of. This is going to go down as an epic year. Now, the tuna they're catching now, these are not the big cow tuna. They were catching 200-pounders earlier. These are more school-sized fish, 15 to 30-pounders. But to go out at Christmas, New Year's, early January, and catch a limit of bluefin tuna, boy, take advantage of that one. I think what's going to happen, though, is that uh, we're probably going to run out of fishermen before we run out of fish because, well, with the holidays and winter time, people just aren't thinking tuna fishing, but they're still out there. They can be caught on overnight boats. They're going out to the 60-mile bank. A day-and-a-half trip might give you even a little bit bigger window, but it seems like it's pretty much a morning bite. So an overnight boat, you get your business done in the morning, and you're back in the afternoon. Also on the San Diego scene, if you're not going to go out for those tuna, the uh, local fishing has been really good for the rockfish. That would be like on your half and three-quarter day boats. But the rockfish season has closed on January 1st. You cannot catch rockfish in U.S. waters. But we do have an option because the, the San Diego Landings, they've got a couple boats there that go down and fish the Coronado Islands, Mexican waters. So you do have the option of getting those bottom fish even when we have the closure here. Now that closure in U.S. water lasts for two months. So between now and the end of February, we've got to cross that rockfish off our off our list unless you do one of those Mexican trips. But doing that, keep in mind you've got to have the Mexican license and also your passport when you go on a boat that goes into Mexico. So we do have our options going. That'd be your freshwater fishing, your rock cod fishing down in Mexico, or go out and get some wintertime tuna. 
Well, okay, everybody, before I go any farther into the fishing part of the show, I'd like to talk just a little bit about something else I like to talk about a lot, too, and that would be music. I love my classic rock music, and I'd like to invite you to join us at 8 o'clock on Saturday evenings with The Rock Show with John McVoy. He really likes his classic rock as much as I do, so tune him in. It'd be a good evening of entertainment. That's John, Saturday nights with The Rock Show at 8 o'clock. Well, on this show, being it's the first of the year, I'd like to look ahead a little bit to what to expect for 2018. Now, um, to go out and predict what fishing is going to be, that's about like trying to predict what the weather is going to be up here in Anza. Only a fool or a flatlander would do that. But I'd like to look ahead and maybe give my take on it and um, maybe a few hints on what may happen. You know, looking back on 2017 on the freshwater scene, the biggest story we had there was the amount of rain that we had last year and the amount of snowpack and runoff that we had from that. You know, the, all that rain gave us some really excellent water and really good fishing that we hadn't seen quite a while at two local lakes. That would be Lake Elsinore and also Hemet Lake. You know, for several years, Lake Elsinore was, well, it looked pretty bad down there, but they had really good water down there this last year and they still got some pretty high water there, too, so that may continue some decent fishing down there. It was so good to have all that extra water in Lake Hemet because for the first time in a couple of seasons, they were able to open up their boat ramp. I had my own boat up there and enjoyed some really good fishing. And let's just hope that the Department of Fish and Wildlife gets in gear and starts stalking some trout up there because the next few months is going to be prime trout fishing season and it'd be nice to have that option. Also, being up at a little higher altitude, Hemet can have a trout season that lasts quite a bit longer. Most of the local lakes will stop stalking trout about the end of March, but let's hope that the DFW starts stalking up there and we can have good trout fishing up there at Lake Hemet all, all the way up to June, maybe even July. You know, back last year, 2017, in the High Sierras, the big story was the amount of snowpack they had up there. You know, Mammoth Mountain had over 800 inches of snow. That's 700, that's, that's over 70 feet of snow. That gave them a really late season up there. We had June conditions starting in August because of all the runoff. And um, it, was, it was really a good one up there for that. But, you know, we had record snowfall up there, near record rainfall here in Southern California, but so far this winter, it's almost been record low snowfall and rainfall. I was told that um, in the San Diego, San Diego, city of San Diego itself, that this past October, November, and December was the driest it's been since 1929. So let's hope we get some rain. We still have our rainy season ahead of us, but let's hope we get that because that can only improve conditions in both the fresh and salt water. So I would predict then on the local scene that we will have trout plants in all of our local lakes, Skinner, Coahuila, Diamond Valley. We'll have them going on probably through March. Same in the San Diego lakes, Cuyamaca, Dixon, Wolford, that we can expect the trout plants through about March. And then hopefully later we'll have trout plants still at Big Bear Lake and Hemet Lake. So we've got that trout season to look forward to. On the saltwater season, well, 
I don't have to predict what's going to happen. The tuna is still happening out there. It's just like the season that has never ended. I sure hope that continues so that maybe we're catching tuna all the way up until the time when it normally starts in June or so. We'll see how that works out. I do know on the white sea bass, we're also having a real good early showing on them. Normally, that's something we like to see show up March or April. But there's a phenomenal amount of squid offshore right now. And they're doing limit fishing on catching white sea bass out there. That's really a prime game fish. And, you know, you can catch them up to 50 pounders out there. But to catch them, you're looking on getting on a sport boat. It's generally an overnight trip, and you're fishing in the dark or the early morning hours on that. But I know that people like to chase those white sea bass. They're a real trophy. We also still have a lot of um, catching yellowtail out there if you can get on the right kelp paddy. So that option is there. I know the boats that are still catching tuna, they'll catch their limit of tuna in the morning and hit a lucky kelp and I know recently one boat had over 190 yellowtail after limiting out on their tuna. That was just on an overnight boat. One of the options that we have out of San Diego for the sport fishing boats are the day and a half trips that go down to Mexico. This would be a good thing to look forward to doing throughout the spring. Normally these trips are running till about April. These are primarily a weekend trip from the San Diego landings. They leave Friday nights and get back Sunday morning, and you have a full day of fishing down there in Mexico. A lot of times you can target your bottom fish, your lean caught on this. That's pretty much a sure thing. But the last few years, this has also been some really excellent yellowtail fishing down there on these late winter, early spring trips. So I look forward to to keeping that in in the um, forecast too, is doing these Mexico trips. One bit of advice I want to give on this is book your trips early. Even at this time of year, for like these day and a half trips going to Mexico, if they don't have enough people going on these trips, they may have to cancel it. You know, you got to think they've got to have enough people to make the trip cost effective. So um, book these trips, let them know if you're going to be going, and, and it's a sure, more of a sure thing that the, if they get enough people on these trips. Well, I guess it wouldn't be a complete fishing forecast without talking about the A word. This A word is albacore, if we remember what they are. Now, albacore were always the foundation of the San Diego sport fishing fleet, but we have gone probably 10 years without any albacore out of San Diego. Now, the albacore haven't gone extinct. We haven't overfished them. They've just moved up north. There's been record catches of albacore off Oregon and Washington over the last few years. So if you want albacore, that's where you have to go. But let's hope they make a showing back here in San Diego again. I know every year we're anticipating they're going to come back, but they're a highly migratory fish, but they just haven't been here. Albacore, that is like the prime rib of tuna. Albacore, the long fin, Whenever you get your canned tuna, the white meat tuna, the stuff you pay a lot of money for, that's albacore. So it would be nice to have them show up. But I imagine that when the albacore do show up, we're going to be talking about, remember those good old days when we were catching 300-pound bluefin tuna, 200-pound yellowfin tuna right off the coast of San Diego? What happened to them? Well, all I can say is catch what's out there. And we've had epic catches on the bluefin and yellowfin this last year. 
If that continues this next year, I'll be more than happy. But it would be kind of fun to see those albacore get in the mix too. So my prediction on the saltwater scene would be your earlier white sea bass fishing, which is going on now already in January. There'll be yellowtail on the kelp patties later on in the spring. That will transition into your warm water fish later on, your yellowfin tuna, your dorado coming in, your bluefin tuna. So I think we'll have the full mix of things in there. Let's just hope the albacore get thrown into the mix too. So once again, I just want to emphasize, if you want to do a trip out of any of these Southland landings out of San Diego, Mission Bay, Dana Point, book those trips early. Because once we get into uh, June, July, and August, those things will book up, especially as the fishing gets better. And here we are in January, but believe me, it's not too early to book a trip, especially if you're thinking of a longer trip, longer than a day, day and a half trip. Those two, three to five day trips, they will book up this summer. So when that fishing gets good, don't see yourself get left on the dock because you didn't make a reservation. So that's my prediction for 2018. So one other thing to think of also is it's 2018 now. You need that new fishing license. If you buy it now, you'll get your full year's use out of it. Remember, these licenses are not good for 12 months unless you buy them in January. So it's an incentive to get out there and go fishing if you get that license now. So get it in hand so you're not running around trying to get one at the last minute before your planned fishing trip. So that's my prediction. Now let's go fishing. Well, everybody, I'd like to give you my fishing tip right now. Well, this tip isn't so much how to catch them, but it's um, maybe how where to go watch them. Right now, out of the San Diego landings, this is the time of year they go for the big, long fishing trips, anywhere from 10 to 15 days long. These long-range boats go down to southern Baja, and they target the big fish, the big tuna and wahoo. But this big fish, they call it cow hunting. A cow is a fish over 200 pounds. A super cow is a fish over 300 pounds, and they are catching them right now. Now, the long-range fleet, they're out of the San Diego Landings, Fisherman's Landing, Point Loma Sport Fishing, and H&M Landing. That's the only place where you'll find these long-range boats going. But what I would suggest, call up these landings and find out when one of these long-range boats come back in. Believe me, it is a real spectacle when you see these boats coming in with these humongous tuna on it. I know just recently a boat came in that had three fish. Now, these are yellowfin tuna. They had three over 300 pounds. I remember a few years ago, I went down to the landing when a long-range boat came in. They had 13 tuna over 300 pounds. It looked like a, a bunch of redwood logs tied off to the stern of the boat. These things are just unbelievable to see fish that size. So if you're not able to go out fishing now or if you just don't want to, but you still want to get a little flavor of it, I would suggest call up the landings, find out when a long-range boat comes in, and go down and have a look at some huge fish. Well, everybody, I'd like to give you my boating tip. Now, this kind of goes into my forecast for 2018. In 2018, we can look at the reopening of the Shelter Island launch ramp. Now, if you're a boater and like to go out fishing, you know where Shelter Island launch ramp is down on San Diego Bay. 
Shelter Island Launch Ramp is the busiest launch ramp on the West Coast. They launch over 50,000 boat launches every year there. Well, if you launch there, you also know that thing has been in terrible shape for many years. Really broken down, busted up asphalt, really dilapidated. Well, the launch ramp was shut down in September. They're renovating it. They did have one lane open for launching during the summer. I did it a couple times, and it wasn't a lot of fun. It was pretty tricky. But anyhow, I was just down there a couple weeks ago, and they are coming right along with the launch ramp. Got some heavy construction equipment down there, some big cranes in the water. It's a complete renovation of that ramp, and I've seen renditions of what it's going to look like. And it's going from probably one of the worst ramps to launch at anywhere to a real state-of-the-art launch ramp. I'm really looking forward to getting my boat down there this next summer. It's going to be great to see it when it's all finished and looking all nice and new. So that's my boating tip is if you're a boater, don't try going down there now, but keep an eye out on things. I'll try to keep you informed here on the Castaway Show when it's going to open up again. And that will open up a lot of our fishing opportunities once again on San Diego Bay. Well, everybody, are you hungry? It's recipe time, and I've got a new one here for you. It wasn't too long ago I was thinking about cooking up a BLT sandwich, and I thought, ah, just BLT. That sounded kind of bland to me. Well, I thought, let's try making it a salmon BLT. Here's how I did it. I had a, a nice filet of sockeye salmon. Sockeye's my favorite, some that I caught up in Alaska. I like to lightly, lightly season it. You can use a little bit of salt and pepper. My favorite is garlic pepper. And now with this salmon filet, I like, remember, before you do this, you always want to dry your fish off. Wrap it up in a paper towel. Remember, fish juice does not taste good. So when you have that dry filet, get all the juice out. What it will do will absorb the flavors that you put into it. So after you season it, I like to uh, get your frying pan hot, a little bit of olive oil, and I put that filet in there. And remember, you do not ever want to overcook your fish. I just cook that salmon on one side. And once it just has that translucent look through it, it's done. So don't overcook it. Now, for my um, what I like on that, that uh, BLT sandwich, I like to get about four spoons of mayo. I like to use your um, olive oil-based mayo. Mix up a little basil in it a little shot of lemon juice, and just mix that up really good. Get a couple slices of uh, sourdough bread. Then spread this on your sourdough. Put that salmon filet on there. I got four strips of bacon, a little lettuce, some fresh cut tomatoes, and that's my salmon BLT. Try this one. I think you'll like it. I've enjoyed bringing this edition of the Castaway Show to you. And before I sign off, I want to remind you about Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, The Rock Show with John McFoy. Tune it in for some good classic rock. I think you'll enjoy it. Well, I gave you my forecast for what to look forward to this next season in 2018. And I look forward to bringing you more fishing shows as we look ahead to the new year. Once again, I hope everybody had a great Christmas, great New Year's, and let's look forward to a great year of fishing here in 2018. <music> 